0: I'm Sarah Tasker. I'm Jen Carrington. And this is Letters from a Hopeful Creative.
1: So today's question is really interesting. We haven't really had one like this yet. Shall I read it out? Let's hear it. It says, hi, Jen and Sarah. I really need your help. I set up my consultancy business just over a year ago. It's going much better than I expected. I have thrashed the financial target I set for myself and I am really enjoying it. One of my main clients is a small consultancy firm. They subcontracted me to do work that I enjoy. I love working with them. We are all quite like minded and I feel like we work well together. Here is my dilemma they've asked me to join them as a partner in their business, which means I would be a shareholder in their business and it is really flattering to be asked. This is appealing to me because there would be some financial security from working in a team structure. Plus, I'd be able to go for bigger consulting jobs that I currently can't go for as a sole employee. This is something I'd love to do. I'd be able to benefit from the track record, experience, and credentials. However, I really enjoy the autonomy of working solo. I love the financial and creative autonomy, and I love being able to pop to the hairdressers on a Monday morning if I want to, or volunteer on my kids' school trips. Part of me feels that I've invested 18 months in my business, and I'm curious to see where the next 18 months takes me. If I turn down the directorship, I am worried that they will stop working with me, and they're my biggest client and my most collaborative group of people. It is rare in the world of work to find a team of people who you admire and respect, both professionally and personally, help.
0: Wow, I can see why she's struggling. There's a lot to unpack there. She's kind of named this
1: anonymously as at a crossroads, and I think that is the perfect way to describe this. I'm gonna be singing that Busted song (laughs) in my head. (laughs) I've got I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman by Britney because right. it was the soundtrack to her film Crossroads. Oh,
0: we've both really reflected our secret shameful musical tastes here. <laughs> what a great start to the episode. But I, what I love about this question actually is it's kind of the opposite to what we normally talk about. Like we've talked on, the, on this show before and I know lots of people are kind of tackling how do I quit my day job and go self-employed? And this is kind of the other way around.
1: Whichever path she chooses, she gives something up. Yeah. It's kind of you are at a crossroads. And also it's a this is a pretty huge decision to make in terms of if you take the path of the partnership.
0: Well, yeah, it has the potential to be a huge decision.
1: And then if you don't
0: take it, it's kind of you're
1: kind of then going all in even more mentally on your own path.
0: Yeah. So there's a kind of a lot at stake both ways and it's gonna take quite a bit of soul searching I think for her to really find out which answer is the right one yeah when I first read this I felt really like ill-equipped
1: to answer it because for me from a personal point of view I can't relate because for me it would be a very clear no obviously as a coach we can explore it on like very holding space for her in this episode but I think personally my first instinct was like I have nothing to say about this because that would be my worst nightmare (laughs) (laughs) I mean you could you ever
0: imagine yourself
1: leaving behind me and Ola to do
0: something in-house in a team? No. And what I what I was thinking in my head is kind of I heard this question was immediately all the ways I would start negotiating and bargaining to make this opportunity work for me and for the things I want. And that is how I approach pretty much everything in my business um, because it sounds like this is a team of people who have recognized her strengths and her skills and... She's obviously built something of real value if they are making such a highball offer to her. Like it almost sounds like they're kind of going, you're kind of the competition, come and join with us because actually we'd rather have you on our team. Yeah, that's
1: a really interesting way to look at it. My biggest question for Crossroads was, okay, I saw her, for example, a few months ago, one of my clients, she is a freelancer. And she was offered an in-house job at a very like kind of luxury company to kind of do what she does, but for someone else, but they wanted her to move to a totally different part of the world. And she couldn't decide what to do. It was such a big decision because her freelance career is very budding. She's building something from scratch and she was offered this stable job, but she had to move across the world to go and do it. And she couldn't decide what she really wanted because there was so many pros and cons to both sides. So she kind of let it down to, she knew what her boundary was, whether or not she would take this job for a certain period of time. And it came down to pay and whether or not they would pay for her to come back to where she was so she could visit her partner when she wanted to. And they wouldn't match that amount, what she needed, what they wouldn't even pay pay her what she knew it needed to be for it to be worth it for her and that made the decision for her so it's really interesting that you brought that up in terms of I guess my question for Crossroads is number one okay what are you really what are you building for your life here what do you really want because for me if it was I'm like no I'm building something where I have complete autonomy so the autonomy in and of itself is the key but for you is giving up autonomy is that giving you up your real vision for your life or not
0: Yeah, because what we're looking at here, it sounds like she gets to do the work either way. Like, okay, there is that question mark over whether she might lose this big client and it might have repercussions on her business. But but let's put that to one side for now and assume that either way you will continue to have success and get to do the work that you enjoy and that you're obviously very good at. Which one of those feels like the better life choice for you because it's not about doing the work that's not what you're struggling to decide between anymore it's you're deciding between the stability and the security or the freedom
1: I also think there is a lie we tell ourselves about stability and security yes. with someone else's business I had someone literally email me the other day someone a member of my community who I know and she said Jen I've just been made redundant what do I do Could you have any advice please and I felt really eloquent because I'm not I was <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think One of our really good friends works for a very famous high street store who are going through a lot of changes at the moment. And she's worked there for years of her life. She's poured years of her life into that company. And she is really... Doesn't feel stable anymore for her. A a company that five years ago, you would not even ever thought you would feel unstable at. It's an institution in this country. And I was listening to her share the other day what she's going through. and I just thought to myself, I think that for me personally... I actually feel more stable being my own boss because no one can walk up to me and say, we don't value anymore. Goodbye. And I think that's a that's just me personally. I guess why I'm bringing this up for crossroads is try and not put blanket statements on this decision. Because sometimes the bet the best bet is on yourself. So I think instead of looking at it from a place of stability, because this is where privilege comes into the conversation yeah because if you're a human being you if this is purely a decision based on desire we're having a different conversation to i need the stability of this job so i don't know where you're at right now crossroads in that decision if it's if that this job is the best thing for your life right now the answer's kind of there for you but if the decision is more of a personal one because if your dream is to be your own boss and to have autonomy you cannot ever build a stable business on the back of one client yes so if you lost them you could lose them anyway you you sound like you've built an amazing business over these past 18 months you can find more clients I think the bigger question is do you think that working in-house with them and taking up that role will make you feel fulfilled will be a great challenge for you does that excite you for your life is that where you is that going to be a step down the path that leads you to what you really want from your life Or is that a step off the path that you're
0: on? I think that's the bigger question where my head would go. It's also she seems to be thinking it in quite black and white terms of this opportunity is now or never. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how true that is. It may well be true, but it might not be. You know, if you said no, but asked in two years time if things were different, they may still have a space for you Um, or a different opportunity with a different company. Because it sounds like she's built something really tremendous. 18 months is very, very young for a business. She's thrashed her income goals, she said. Yes. Congratulations, Crossroads. You're obviously very good at what you do. And I think one of the problems with being a young business is you've not yet quite learned to trust in it. A lot of the time when our business is very new, we haven't really yet had enough kind of evidence of trusting ourselves and knowing what we're doing so we still feel like we're kind of winging it a little bit or like maybe we've just had some lucky breaks what if next year is different and the more you stack those years up on top of each other the more you come to appreciate actually it's your skill set and it's your discernment and it's your decisions that are shaping the business so I feel like maybe Crossroads need to do a little bit of work on that as well or kind of just assessing why her business has done well over the past 18 months and where those skills that she's brought to that are going to be are going to serve her best. Are they going to serve her best working for another company that keeps the profits? Are they going to serve her better when she works for herself and can plow that back into this thing that she's built? And I guess the, the flip
1: side of all of this, because I think we cannot help but be biased in this I know, conversation. I know, can hear it coming out of all my yeah, answers. I can feel it in my... And I think a blanket <laughs> statement here, but there is nothing wrong with leaving self-employment behind no. for a day job that feels more stable or more suited to you I think we are living in like peak entrepreneurship right now it's not the path for everyone no. and it's you're not less of a human or less like anything for choosing a different path so if the question you're going through now crossroads is I'd love the security of that but I feel you know like I'm letting myself down but however I'm not sensing that from your left yeah
0: I'm not sensing it either but you're right like someone else listening to this might have needed to hear that though some people absolutely thrive in that environment and can whip a team into shape and we need you people in those roles because that is how businesses exist it's how charities run we need those people to stay where they are and not everyone to go and sit in their own spare room on a laptop so it's kind of about figuring out who you are and, and where you where you can really Thrive and where, like, your zone of genius is. But, like you, I feel like there's an undercurrent in this letter where I think she maybe already knows what she wants. I guess because you shared that
1: you'd be giving up kind of picking your kids up from school and going to the hedges whenever you want. How much of that is integral to your happiness, that freedom, that autonomy? How much is that integral to you being a happy, well rounded human? And I think that is an answer to get to the heart of there is you're not just giving up autonomy you're maybe giving up a way of life that best suits you and suits your family and suits your dreams for your life I always think any step that we take should be leading us forward towards what it the path we really want do you know what I mean yes absolutely and I think I guess my fear here for Crossroads is to not make a decision out of fear and also this company they're probably really awesome but they they have their own agenda Yes, of course they do. It's a capitalist society and it's a business. And I guess it's figuring out where do you fit within that agenda and are your needs going to be met within that? And you you said something so interesting. Let me get this question up again. She said, part of me feels that I have invested 18 months in my business and I'm curious to see where the next 18 months take me. That, to me, feels like the very essence of the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Of just like, where could could this go? And I guess is your dream to be a business owner who's running the show yourself or is your dream to work in
0: this team and you know build something bigger than yourself? She's right when she recognizes that it is rare to find a company where you feel like you could work and a team of people you really enjoy working with. But I feel like potentially it's fair speaking that says, that that has to end if she she declines this. Mm -hmm. And as I said earlier, I think there's probably room for negotiation and middle ground that we can talk about a little bit as well. But I wonder as well if it's rare in her experience to find that, but she's only 18 months into doing this journey. It might be that she builds a whole body of clients which are teams that she really loves to work with and finds ways that she can partner with. It might be that the more she appeals to her right people and stays on her own path, the more she connects with her community and finds these people who she feels like she can really be friends with. Yeah.
1: And I guess that question of this company, do you agree with their vision for their future? Does that inspire you? Because as a business owner, your client work isn't where it ends either. You can yeah. do a whole host of other things and I guess it's the future of your career at this company taking on that role, does that excite you? Does that feel like a long-term investment in your career? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because right now it could look like a shiny object but is it actually what you really want? I don't know, it, this feels like one of those situations
0: where if it was never offered
1: to you you wouldn't have even probably thought about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it, and so it's kind of thrown a real curveball that this has come, come to her. My brain just goes to a place where
1: I'm like... What do I really want from my life? Because for you, if you gave up being able to go to the hairdressers whenever you want and volunteer at your kid's school whenever you want, is that too important to you? And I guess, is there a middle ground
0: here where you, if you were going to take this role, what needs to be true for you to be able to do that? Right. So what? where are your points of negotiation that you need to go in at? Because... My sense is that perhaps being a director of a company like this may end up being more financially lucrative in the short term at any rate. That is purely an assumption based on what little I know about consulting firms. So I could be completely off base. Obviously, haven't seen any of the specifics of these two companies, but it feels like maybe that's a bit of a choice she's facing is like money versus freedom. And if that's the case, is it possible for you to negotiate that so that the, f- the financial incentive of this offer is less, but the freedom incentive of it is increased in, in its place?
1: And I guess it's just figuring out what you really want,
0: because just because it's always been put on the table
1: doesn't mean that that has to be the guiding post here. You get to take a step back for a minute and be like, what do I want for my life? What do I want from my work? Why did I start this business 18 months ago? That's what I'm curious about like, why have you started this business? Why are you doing this work? What's your vision for everything? Because I think it's really easy to be pulled by other people's agendas and expectations. And sometimes an opportunity is is great. It's like, it's something that changes our life that we could never have dreamed of. A lot of people have experiences like that. And then sometimes it's kind of our life saying, hey, this is a way for you to really fight for what you really want. So I guess it's you figuring out, is this an opportunity that you never knew was possible, but that will change your life? Or is this an opportunity that's going to distract you from the life that you're already building for yourself?
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those situations where she needs to really assess where she works best, how she works best, what she enjoys, because they present two quite different ways of working as well, don't they? There's a lot of stress that comes with being business owner and at the moment it sounds like she's possibly or she's i think she is just working by herself so she's not got a team she's not got any of those kind of management responsibilities but maybe as she grows she might need to start looking at those things versus being on a board of directors you have to be able to work you know that's a very involved team working position you've got to be able to compromise you've got to kind of let other people's vision impact on yours and maybe not always get your own way and i i feel like most of us know by this point in our lives where we fall on that spectrum are we better kind of steering our own ship or are we more of a team player
1: and it's interesting how she said that she's scared that if she turns it down she'll lose them as a client and I'm curious is that part of your desire to take the role like if the only reason you're taking your role is because you're scared you'll lose them is that a good enough reason to take the job whereas when you heard this opportunity what was the reason why you thought this is worth me exploring I I just think this is like the kind of thing where you kind of have to make like a simple pros and cons list. Yeah good old pro con list. And I just think it's it's such a big decision but also your gut sometimes knows. Like yeah. when you pitch your life in four years five years where do you see yourself? And I think sometimes that helps. Like do you see yourself working in that team? Does that excite you? Does that make you feel like that's where you're going to become like the very best version of yourself? Or do you see yourself running a business that is that you can get the clients that you want to get and you can work in the different teams that you want to get and that you can do things that you didn't even dream of. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. I think both options are awesome. They both sound like
0: ways that she's going to excel in her work. Absolutely. And there's not really a right or wrong path. It's just about choosing a path and making sure that you're going to be happy with the decisions that you've made. I put a thing on Twitter out this week, actually, where I was like, how do we tell the difference between our gut instinct and... Our fear, because they both kind of feel the same. <laughs> like they, like a lot of the time, that, that stomach-churning anxiety and gut instinct are very similar. And one of the answers, I wish I could remember who said it so I could credit them, was that our self-doubt tells us what we can't do and our gut instinct tells us what we can.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that
0: can be really like, make you pro this, but maybe make you can't and canless as well. Like, what are you frightened that won't happen if you say no? And what could happen? Yeah, because I think... What a cool position! You must have really impressed them, right? So she's obviously extremely skilled and talented, and I don't really believe that if she politely declines and explains her reasoning, that they're gonna necessarily go and find someone to replace it. Because just as she finds them hard to replace, because she feels like th- this connection is really special, it's very likely that they value it just as highly. I mean, they've offered to make her a director—that is huge. So that connection is obviously two ways, and if you can be honest with them and say, "I'm not in a space right now in my business where I maybe want to to leave it but I'm really keen to continue this partnership and is there other ways we can look at working together all of us have different questions that kind of help us get to our truth so for some people it's
1: you know why do I see myself in the future I think for some people it's what am I afraid of some people the one that they find helpful is like which one will I regret the most yeah even if the path went terribly wrong which one would I regret not taking like if you took this directorship do you see yourself always wondering what could have been with your business? If you see yourself sticking with your business, will you see yourself wondering what could have always been with that company? I wonder if that would give you some answers too.
0: Yeah. I remember when I was looking at going, I'm sure I've told this story a lot of times before, but when I was looking at going full-time with my business and I was really agonizing over it, a friend who's a psychotherapist said, don't think of it black and white, like success doesn't have to mean it's Mm -hmm. the rest of your life. So, you know, in this case, it might be going to work for that company for a number of years and then actually thinking, no, I've done my time here. I'm ready to go and start my own business again and picking back up or starting again. And likewise, it might be saying no to this opportunity right now, but then in a few years time, looking for something more structured within a bigger company. Yeah. I think it's never linear at all. No.
1: I guess I'm wondering if anyone listened to this episode, because this is like a very specific situation. Yeah. And for anyone listening, because I think crossroads happen all the times in terms of you're offered an opportunity that you didn't seek out yourself. And that maybe seems at odds to the plans you'd already put in motion. Can I ask you a question? You know, like you were offered many book deals before you accepted the one that you took, that's going to be hashtag authentic the book. Looking back, what made you know not that at that crossroad, because it was a very lucrative opportunity to have a book deal.
0: Yeah. How did you know to say no to those ones? That is a good question. I think for me, it came down to trusting that there was something bigger ahead and that's scary and that's hard because we're kind of we're not we're not raised that way are we like that's not society whatever you can is how we're raised. yeah make the most of it while it's here and so letting opportunities go in any form is always scary but the more you do it the more you get used to doing it and the the better you get at seeing why it was the right choice because you can't always say yes to ev- absolutely every opportunity and we say this to people all the time don't we like maybe you're a blogger and you're doing sponsored work you can't say yes to absolutely every opportunity you've got to have that discernment to say these ones are wrong for me these ones are right for me and trust that you're not going to run out of opportunities it's
1: like you bet on yourself and the- have you ever had an opportunity that's come your way that you did say yes to and then you have you ever had a crossroads moment where you said yes to something and it did work out wonderfully or didn't
0: because I can't I feel like
1: my business is I can't think of any big crossroads moments for me there's
0: been occasions where I've said yes to things and then had to hit the brakes and backpedal because I realized it was the wrong yes and I feel like I've learned an awful lot from those yeah I think for me it's only ever happened in tiny small ways
1: like maybe I've had someone ask if we can do a partnership together or something and I have such a good relationship with my with my business gut in many ways. Yeah. I always pretty much know whether or not I want to do something. I'm, I think what must be hard for Crossroads right now is that both are really appealing in many ways. Yeah. But I think it's also like, what decision will she be most at peace with? Like, which one will she not look back from? Like, if you go in, if you say, no, I'm going to stick with my business, will you not look back? Or if you say, no, I'm going to try- take this opportunity, will you not look back to your business? I guess my biggest encouragement is make sure you're making the decision for you, not from either the shininess of this
0: job. Make it this decision for you. Yeah, don't let kind of all those outside judgments and forces influence you. I also think, as well, like, don't forget that the biggest risks or the bigger gambles usually bring the bigger rewards. Mm-hmm. I have a little like this is a story that really badly sums this up but if anyone saw I recently did a sponsored video on my Instagram. Which and was beautiful by the thank way. Thank you well and I was working a shout out to me who are my friends and photographers and they helped me with it so what I had to do was I wrote I drew the storyboard of what I thought was going to work for this video and then I had to drag poor James off to a Starbucks and then we had to go to a forest and then we decided I hadn't got quite enough shots and we had to go back to the cafe and it was a really lengthy process that involved me throwing a book on the floor repeatedly. (laughs) And it was way, way outside of my comfort zone. Not something I'd done before. It relied on like some fancy cuts between different shots. I we just had no idea if it was gonna work. And it took us like a good couple of days of kind of filming and editing and putting it together. And there were so many points along in that process where I just thought, No, this is ridiculous. Mm. I'm wasting everybody's time. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna pay off. I'm gonna have to start all over again. I should just take the safe route and create like the typical sponsor content that kind of that I I know I could do in in a heartbeat. And it took self-belief to keep gambling Mm. and to keep betting on myself and to trust that it probably would work out. And if it did the rewards would be better and I would have made something I was really proud of. And also that if it didn't work out, that I'd still be able to find a way to make it work and figure something out. And in the end I'm really glad that I did. But it kind of put me back in touch with that It was a sensation I feel like I've not had for a long time in my business of really kind of questioning myself Mm -hmm. and being outside of my comfort zone and not having the evidence to show myself and say, look, you can do this. You've done it before. Really having to just trust in my skill set and trust that it would be okay. I mean, for anyone listening,
1: I think that's just a huge reminder that sometimes you don't know what you're capable of until you do it. And I think that's a big part of being a business owner is, I don't, we don't know anything that we're capable of until we do it. It's having that, like, spirit of just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna go for it. I need to see where this goes. Because no one would have known it had failed, if it had failed. Exactly, exactly. And so, I like, I feel like that, that question in the letter where she says, I'm kind of curious to see where it's gonna go in the next 18 months. She wants to know, she wants to see where it's gonna go. But there's that little bit of fear of, like, it might go down the toilet. That might be where it's gonna go. And... Then how will I feel about the fact that I made this choice? But I actually suspect that how she'll feel about that choice is glad that she followed it through. And I also don't think it's going to go down the toilet. (laughs) I always think with
1: any decision I'm going to make, I have to make the decision that I'm most at peace with. And my biggest hope for Crossroads is that she can make a decision here, that she can feel... There's probably going to be some sadness on whatever she doesn't choose. But if you were never offered this... And a partnership came up at the company and you could apply for it, would you have applied for it? That's a great question. See what your answer is to that, because I think that, like,
0: before this happened, what were your plans for the future? See what your answer to that is. And how did you feel about that? Yeah. Like, were you anxious for the future or were you quietly confident you could keep making it work? Yeah.
1: And just see what comes up there. And I think ultimately trust that you can make this decision, that you are... The only person who can make this decision is you. And you have all
0: the resources and all the information you already need. Nothing we've said will be new to you. I'm sure if you're listening, you're like, yep, yep. Because (laughs) we are just saying what I'm sure you've been saying to yourself at 3am when you can't sleep thinking about this.
1: I think crossroads moments in our life, they scare me, actually. Yeah. Like, I always... I always think I could ruin my life in a split second. You couldn't. No, I always, th- I always think like when I me and Alex are driving, like one mistake could like do something horrible. You
0: know what I mean? Or, like It's the fear of chaos, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I, yeah. And I, but I always think like the decisions we make, like actually add up to something. I feel like when you're a kid and a teenager, nothing adds up. And then, you know, I'm 26. So I'm a baby compared to Sarah. Not saying that you're old. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> But I I feel like a big journey of, like, becoming a grown-up is me, like, really accepting that my actions have consequences. Yeah. Which is, sounds so, like, yeah, duh. But <laughs> I think in, as a business owner, our actions really do have consequences sometimes. And that's the joy of
0: it. Like, you get cause and effect in a yeah. way that, like, you say the world is chaotic a lot of the time. It's like, it feels like random chance. So it's really nice, actually, to be able to say, oh, if I do this, this Will happen like that's quite satisfying.
1: I also think that for most entrepreneurs, most of us describe ourselves as unemployable. Yeah, and I think my question to Crossroads is: Are you an entrepreneur? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you're giving up a core piece of yourself to leave behind that path. And I'm not saying that anyone who doesn't feel like they're an entrepreneur can't run a great business. I'm just saying that if you if you are, if that's who you are as a person, like a free spirit who has to do their own thing. You can't leave that behind, would be my gut instinct. Yeah, taking this job won't make that go away. And will you stifle a part of yourself or can you do both? And would you rather take the spirit into a company? There's no wrong answer. Here. I guess for Crossroads, like, there's no wrong answer, but the best answer is the one that serves you best.
0: I really want to know what she decides. Yeah, please tell us Like, Please, tell us please we are not going to judge either way, but we feel like we need to know now any closure on this. We're like invested in this. <laughs> like my new favourite TV show. Um, and then how it works out for you. And maybe you can write into us again another time and we can read out so that our listeners might want to know yeah. too. I hope you, whatever happens, I hope it brings you as much joy and like fulfillment as possible. Yes. And congratulations on everything you've achieved so far. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: And just, I guess for anyone listening, if you are staring at a crossroads now, I hope some of the questions we've poised to crossroads will be
0: helpful, but come over to our hashtag, Dear Hopeful Creative. Yeah. And tell tell our letter writer what you think she should do. Tell us what you, what crossroads you faced in your life and what decisions you made. It would be really interesting to hear from you. I would so love to hear from anyone who
1: had one of those crossroad moments where their life did change and kind of what because I don't think everyone has those moments
0: I don't don't get the opportunity no
1: I just I would love to know what it's been like to kind of have that moment where you were staring at two different paths and what you learned from really choosing a path
0: thank you everyone for listening I hope this has been interesting and useful and we will see you next time bye You can join us at lettersfromahopefulcreative.com and on social media. So on Instagram, I'm at me and Orla. And you'll find me at Jen Carrington underscore. We're going to be sharing new episodes every Monday. So if you've liked what you've heard so far, hit subscribe in your podcast app and be sure to leave us a review because it will help other people find the show. Yeah, and we can't wait to connect with you soon.